Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Zebra Podcast. On this episode, I talk to LA-based artist-producer Soul Bandit about having her music featured in horror film trailers, including Halloween and I Am Mother by Netflix. We also talk about circuit bending with kid toy instruments and her new single, Rose Colour Glasses, which is out now. My name's Andy, but I go by Soul Bandit. Um, I've been producing music that I call ghoul pop, but it's kind of just, um, it's like experimental dance pop. It kind of just ranges across the, you know, board of like all dance music and pop music and experimental. I don't know. Um, and yeah, yeah uh, I make weird art, um, video art. It started off as like a necessity just for the brand and then ended up becoming mm. something that I actually love doing. So, like doing your artwork and yeah, I've seen that because every your visuals are really cool on Instagram. Thanks. Really like eye catching, kind of like got a really cool theme to it all, haven't you as well? And so you make all of that yourself. Yeah. That's really cool. Did you study? Like, do, are you? What's your situation? Are you studying somewhere, or do you just uh, do music so, full time? Uh, I was studying. Um, I was actually studying. Uh, psychology and I was almost done with my degree and then I had kind of like a epiphany that I was spending all my time making music um and I didn't know how to produce but I was writing songs for since I was a kid and um, I was like what am I doing I don't want to be doing anything else but music so um I dropped out Mm. and I uh went to uh Icon Collective which is a music production school um in Burbank California and yeah. everything else is history. So how long were you there for? So when I went to Icon, it was a nine-month program. Mm-hmm. Now it's a 12-month program. So it was only nine months. So basically, they <laughs> back then, they, they didn't require that you produce to get in. So I opened yeah. up Ableton my first day of class, opened up Logic my first day of class, had no idea what the hell I was doing. Really? But yeah. just knew that I... I mean, I've been playing piano since I was a kid, so I was like... I, mm. I knew that, which is kind of the you know, basics of everything. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It just took me a while to finally start releasing music. And then once I did, it's just been a yeah. slow progression of just honing my craft. Yeah, and you've, I, th- I think you've released quite a lot of stuff now. I mean, you've just released your new single, Rose Colored Glasses, mm-hmm. yesterday. Wasn't it yesterday? Yep, yesterday. How's that going? Did, did you, really so good. You, did you wrote all that yourself and did you produce it yourself as mm-hmm. well? Produced it, wrote it, sang on it, uh, mixed it, and then send it out for mastering. Great. So you've gone from not knowing how to do any production stuff to now sort of doing everything yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's been so like six years in the making almost, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Are you working, uh, do you have like a management team? Like, are you doing, releasing everything independently? Uh, as of now, I'm doing it independently. Um, I'm yeah. talking to a few different labels and stuff, so. We'll see where Great. that goes. But right yeah, now. it's good. Mm. It's good that you can put everything out, out yourself. Um, I think what would be really cool to talk about is I, I, uh, on your Instagram page, you do a lot of, I remember you posting about these trailers that you've, you said it was separate to your artist stuff, but you've it is, um, yes. had your music sort of featured on horror trailers, it seems. Yeah. It seems to be the theme. But how did that come about, doing that? Um. It's a really long story, but it's really just knowing people and um, just these people that uh, uh, we knew uh, ended up starting this company um, called Noise Candy. 
and just reached out and asked if we wanted to do this. And yeah, that's. So the so you did your first one, which was Halloween, wasn't it? The film mm-hmm. Halloween. Yeah, it was which just is last year, which is a big. This is really big film. Yeah, it was isn't pretty it? crazy. That's a, that's a cool film to to be featured on. I remember seeing uh, Jamie Lee Curtis tweet out the trailer and just lost my shit. <laughs> really? Mm. And it's so the track so the track on the trailer is your song. You made it's it. It's actually more complicated than that. The way that it works with trailers is like so. Right. Um, it's like a song that's arranged for um, like movie trailer structure. And it's mm-hmm. stru- not structured like, I don't know if you can imagine, movie trailer's not structured like an average song. Uh, there's just like a climax in a different area and it's just, you know, just a build mostly for the, and like a lot of like abrupt hard stops. Um, so yeah. then they shop it to different trailer houses and the trailer house uh, just decides which piece of the song they want. Sometimes they'll use the whole song. Sometimes they will use just uh, some of the sound design. So for Halloween, they just mm. use some of the sound design. For um, I Am Mother, the one, the Netflix movie that came out, um, let's say like a month or two ago, that one they yeah. actually used like the whole first half of the song with my voice in it, which was really cool. But um, That's amazing. So your voice is in that as well. That's mm-hmm. really good. You wouldn't recognize you make that it stuff? <laughs> yeah. You can't, do you say you can recognize it? You, you wouldn't be able to uh, because it sounds be like to. a shriek. You know, it's just right, like yeah. a... <laughs> I, I, like a horror shriek. It's kind of like a... Sounds like a velociraptor screech. Right, that's what you're going for. Well, that's what I, I mean, I knew it was like a specific sound that I needed to make in order to, yeah. you know, elicit a certain uh, visceral So how did, so for that one, did they send you a brief for Mother no. and then? Um, actually, wait, yes, sort of. Um, I can't remember what it said, though. We get so many of them, so. Um, yeah, I mean, they send us briefs for some of them. Like, we just got sent a brief for, like, the new It movie. Um, and then for... Amazing. That would be cool. a good one, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. We haven't heard back yeah. yet, but sometimes we don't find out until after. Like, for, um, what is it, The Curse of La Lorana, we didn't even find out until afterwards. Yeah, so. really, until it actually mm-hmm. comes out and you see it. Yeah. So what's, like, I imagine... Because I remember I I've, I've saw the uh, Listen to the Mother trailer. Uh-huh. Um, and they're being sort of... It is very unusual the sounds that you're creating there like how do you go about creating those you have I know you have a lot of unusual instruments and are you just sort of being Um, really experimental with how you make the sounds and I really like using um my voice as an instrument uh like and then chopping it up and using it and layering it with stuff uh just because Mm. it's I don't know it's just easier for me to get an idea across when I'm using my voice um yeah and so I'll just put a lot of distortions on it and just throw some other effects on it and layer yeah. it. That's, I mean, it just depends on the song though. Some of them don't have my voice at all, but um, the horror movie stuff, they specifically like, well, they, they request me, use, me using my voice a lot of the time. Um, yeah, some of it's so like, it's like creepy humming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Velociraptors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Super haunting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kept me up at night listening to a few of them because they're all, they're all literally horror trailers, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's like, they release done. full, uh, Noise Candy, the company that we work with, um, releases full albums on, um, they're on Spotify too, I think, actually. Uh, so oh, they're right. actually full length uh, songs. I mean, but like I said, they're structured for trailers, but they're, they're pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, and then they take pieces of it. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Also, I think what's be good to talk about is um, the circuit bending stuff. I've got a note mm-hmm. down here. Someone 
someone uh, when I put out what questions anyone would like us to ask you nice. someone said what your favorite um circuit bending instrument was because I see you on your Instagram you've got so many is it something you've you've sort of collected <laughs> over time or how did you yeah. get into doing that so <laughs> the uh the genius behind that is actually um Zenthesizer. I try to tag him in like everything that I do um but yeah. it's my boyfriend uh he's been doing it since he was like a kid and then recently picked it back up over the past five years and So for people who don't know what circuit bending is, including myself until before I came across your your (laughs) Instagram, actually, um, what is it briefly? like? So basically what you're doing is um, you are hacking circuit boards of vintage toys. I mean, you can use newer toys as well, but like the newer toys have just more, it's like the the circuit boards are different and it's harder to bend and they usually only have like a pitch bend. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, you're hacking the circuit board and adding external circuitry and then turning it into a synthesizer. Yeah, and it creates some really cool sounds, doesn't it? Like a yeah. lot of the, you know, kid, they like kid, in, kids' instruments, aren't they? And mm-hmm. little toys, and then they sort of... Um, it reminds me a bit like of Sid from Toy Story, as yes. I imagine. You know, where you're basically dismantling yeah. something and then Absolutely. creating a scary octopus with a head on it or something. Uh-huh. That's hilarious, so actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah he's a, he's a bit of a circuit bender himself isn't he yeah of, of instruments um so what's your what is your favorite what's your favorite circuit bending instrument um that's a really good question i have so many that i like that are not ones that i would use regularly just because aesthetically they're they're just so ridiculous but um like there's one i'm gonna upload a video of this one probably this week or next week it's a little vacuum cleaner and it, all mm. it has is a pitch knob. That's all, all it has. But his name's Laughing Larry, and it's this tiny little green vacuum cleaner. And he just sounds absolutely demonic when you pitch him down because he just laughs, and it just sounds like Satan laughing. I don't know. It's, he's ridiculous. But as far Great as like... for horror films, then. <laughs> yeah. Have you used any? Have you used any for the trailers you've done? Oh, yeah. For the trailers, yeah. more so in my music, um, just because yeah, the glitchy music. sounds and stuff. But in trailers, yeah. you can use them for, like, I don't know, just various effects sprinkled through there Um, yeah so what about rose-colored glasses what if you how did you sort of make up that song um trying to remember because honestly i started Were you using ableton did you say or Mm -hmm. was yeah Yeah. ableton Ableton, i used to just be logic but then realized that i was i don't know ableton's just the best for live performance and for everything yeah it's just a lot the workflows a lot faster yeah it's a good software isn't it like really flexible Mm. like creatively to like make stuff spontaneously I guess as well totally yeah um trying to remember how I started that one and I'm pretty Mm. sure I started with the vocal melody actually and then I mean I don't know I just that one really happened so quickly I feel like the it it was one of those songs like some songs you can sit and like you know you'll open up the session and then you'll close the session and then like six months later you'll open it up again because you uh, get uninspired this one happened very quickly and i yeah i don't even remember how it started but yeah vocal melody first um and you and you put some what kind of instruments were you using on that was it all was it all sort of um, uh, ableton software based or was it using live instruments as well i'm pretty sure that one was mostly just ableton based um I don't even know if there's 
There's got to be some circuit bent stuff in there. I like to tuck it in sometimes, just like put little, sprinkle them in and then turn the volume down and just blend it in. But um, for that yeah. one, I'm pretty sure there's nothing that sticks out to me. I have a lot of songs, songs that are going to be coming out soon that have like a lot of very blatant circuit bent synthies. But um, that one, I can't remember any specific sounds. Hmm. Uh, the previous song, the Sleeping to Dream one that came out last month, that one has um, all the little glitchy sounds. Um Great from like circuit bending stuff mm -hmm. that you've made. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool because it's you know that no one else, I guess, is going to be. It's all unique sounds, then, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's like your kind of personalized touch on something. You yeah, can kind of make your own thing. I'm working on a uh, splice sample pack. I don't know if they'll take it or want it, but I feel like it's you know I feel like people would want to use. That's a it, great so idea. Yeah, we like Velociraptors in there and. <laughs> Yeah, definitely got to do some vocal stuff in there as well, but uh, yeah. a lot of circuit bent synth stuff. It's, um, I don't know, some of the sounds that they make are so distorted and like just, well, the, a lot of them are analog. The older synths are, are analog, mm. so the sounds are very like, they're warm and they're um, just, you can't really replicate them in Ableton, you know? Yeah. So I that's like really cool. So, so how's like, um, what's your sort of schedule coming up with music? Are you doing any live performances? Have you got more singles lined up to release? Are you working towards like an album at some point? Yeah. Um, I mean, I have probably 10 tracks that are ready to go. Um, I just have to master them right. and then um, actually line them up for release. But um, kind of depends on... Um, what happens with these labels I've been talking to because they might not want me to release them the way that I've been releasing them. Mm. <laughs> um, like one every month was my plan. Um, but if uh, that ends up not... So you're working with the out. label as you release stuff? Uh, I ha well, I haven't been, but just depending on... I just had a meeting the other day, so it just kind of depends right. on what, what they want to do if it works See where out. it goes. Yeah, and yeah. if it doesn't, then I'll probably put a track out next month. Um... And that one is a more, uh, it's like a more dance track, a more aggressive dance, um, mm. kind of like bassier music. Um, don't really know how else to explain yeah, it. Yeah, because they're Maybe. quite sort of, they're quite like club songs, aren't they? Some of them, I find like the, the recent one is a really cool, like dancey kind of club song. I can imagine it, a DJ using it or something. I've been, trying, <laughs> I've been trying to imagine what kind of set I would hear it in, and I can't picture it, actually. Yeah. Like, what, what kind of set? Maybe, like, you guys have PC Music over there. You know PC Music? Like, um, I think they're based in England. Um, like oh, so okay, yeah. Um, well, Sophie's not actually part of PC Music. Like, A.G. Cook, or um, mm -hmm. who else is the owner of the... Danny Harley, or... No? No idea. <laughs> not familiar. No, I mean, probably no, other okay. people would... Yeah. It's... Uh, it's this label that makes music that's kind of like the last two releases. It's just very like, yeah. um, very cutesy pop, but with a lot of like futury distorted sounds. Um, Great. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, yeah, it's really cool. And you said you've been over to England before when we messaged. I have not. Oh, no, no you, ha I you had friends over here. Yeah. Didn't you? I've always wanted yeah. to go. Haven't actually yeah. made it yet. No. But it's one day. You know, what's like the dream for you? Is it to, do you want to be like touring a lot or are you sort of, is the studio kind of your, your sort of a home where you want to be spending more time? It's a good question. Um, 
I found myself asking myself that recently just because I feel like I've been working so much in the studio that I've kind of lost track of what I actually wanted to do. And I think yeah. as of this past month, I decided that I want to, I want a tour and I haven't been actively, um, I haven't been actively like a, like seeking that, seeking out shows because I wasn't sure if that's what I wanted to do, but I feel like I have so much fun when I do it and it's super necessary. Yeah. And I know how much people love seeing the circuit events since live. So I feel like I mm. want to bring that to other people. So. I think so. Yeah. You're going to have to have loads of little cases of oh my God. a whole box of, of tricks really, isn't it? Yeah. I have a giant live performance case that I've used a handful mm. of times. And it's, so uh, what's your live setup like? Are you just using Ableton Live? Uh, so I have like scalable sets just depending on the kind of venue and the kind of event. So um, yeah. if it's like a DJ set, then I'll just bring a microphone and, um, you know, uh, a couple of synths to play on top of, you know, the DJ set. Um, and then and it's just you. It's just you by yourself. Yeah, just just me. I mean, I, ideally, I'd love to have like weird dancers and in, in lobster claws and like just weird shit on stage as well. Ideally in lobster claws. <laughs> Yeah, I actually just got yeah. a pair of lobster, cl lobster claws, <laughs> soon to be featured in a video, just because why the hell not? Um, yeah, look out for them then. <laughs> and you want to bring those to the, to the live stage? I would love to have some, like, just, I don't know. I'm really inspired by uh, my favorite cartoon villain. Uh, Do you ever that? watch Power Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, Powerpuff Girls, yeah. No, I mean, not me personally. No, I did, actually. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. uh, I still watch it now. I don't watch it anymore. It's so great. Yeah, it was, uh, actually. I did enjoy watching it when I was younger. Do you remember? I can't remember the... I'm trying to think which one... Which villain was it? There was this one villain that... Just so great. Uh, Satan Lobster wearing a tutu and high heels. <laughs> can't remember saying his lobster. name was him and he had just the he was just the most ridiculous character um yeah just that's it satan lobster with a tutu and high heels and he had the most like safe i mean just the funniest he's just the best character i don't know in my opinion yeah um so that that's your inspiration yes <laughs> huge inspiration <laughs> for me <laughs> uh, i get Visual inspired by the weirdest things i don't know it's just yeah um but yeah, so I want to have some weird dancers. I want to have, ideally, I'd like to do like a really, um, a really intimate live performance with like maybe 50 to 100 people with like pe full on like people in costumes, like taking you on a full adventure. Like that's the, the, the set is um, sort of like narrating the adventure. Yeah. Um, well, anyone listening might want to volunteer and dress up as a lobster in yeah. a tutu <laughs> then they can reach please. out to you please reach yeah. out to me yeah um, but that's a, I think that's very possible um the live sets are obviously more complicated um so I'll have like Ableton running I'll be launching clips off of I have an APC 40 that I use and then I'll have a keyboard yeah. um and I'll have um what else do I have like three, three to six cents, depending on just what the set's like. Um, mm. Some I like using like organic instruments, like bells and like those wooden frogs. And um, I think I have a triangle that I've used. <laughs> Great, uh, yeah. Just a variety. So some real of instruments tricks. as well. Mm -hmm. I want to pick up the guitar. I have not played guitar in such a long time. 
I don't remember how to play at all. I think that would be a fun thing to... So, like, going back to when you... Like, how did you first get into music? Like, what was the... You said you, you had played piano for a long time. What was your sort of first in on starting music? <laughs> um, well, um, I come from a pretty, like... I don't know how you say it. My, my family's from... Um, my mom's from Latvia. And so, Eastern Europe, I feel like everyone forces their kids to play instruments. So... Right, yeah. Um, it was, you know, my mom played piano... And that was what I had to do as well. And of course, like as much as I loved it. You started really young. Yeah, I started when I was four. And um, great. I, yeah. So it would have probably been on one of those. It would have been on like a kid's, (laughs) probably would have had one of those when you were younger as well. One of the kids' pianos or something that you can. The circuit vent toys? Yeah, the the circuit vent toys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I had them. Like the VTech ones every kid had, I feel like. Yeah. In the 90s, like every every kid had some sort of toy that said like dog, cat, yeah. pig. <laughs> um, yeah, so I started at four and then I played classically until I was around 16 and then started making my own music just for fun and um, didn't start production until, you know, I was... 22 so um yeah yeah. great so you just so you were just were you writing songs any younger Mm -hmm. than that was like prior to production you just had like oh yeah since all all of high school I was just um I mean it was all just like you know piano and and vocals and then just recording on my shitty little camera but yeah um and like and doing yeah singing vocals mm -hmm. writing yeah, it's great. So you've, it was good that you started so young as well. Yeah, definitely helped. And I still, I mean, I still play piano in my tracks, just synthesizer. <laughs> yeah. So and what advice, cool. what, what advice would you give for like people, you know, a lot of our community on Zebra, like people who are start, you know, independent artists starting out, like how I think, you know, you've built a great following on Instagram and you seem to have great engagement. You post a lot of content. Um, like what advice would you give for like other artists that you come across that would help them? You think, I think you've learned it's a long question. I know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'll answer one piece at a time. Let's see. So the most important thing right now that I'm realizing is that, um, a lot of artists want to obviously go into music because, um, they love the music and they want to make the music, but unfortunately, um, your branding and expressing yourself in other ways is equally as important nowadays. So finding mm. your yourself, I guess, and how you would choose to express that uh, through your social media, through your to your fans, is super important. It's um, what I'm hearing from not just artists, but from labels as well, as they're specifically looking for that. Um, yeah. So it's just really important to be able to give your fans something that they can latch onto and um, that's interesting and unique and just totally you because. You know, we're all creative beings. We can all create. It's just a matter of, like, digging it out of yourself. Yeah, being self-aware to what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And and also not being self-aware in general. <laughs> like, not being self, I guess, self-conscious more so. Because I feel yeah. like a lot of people are kind of, um, I don't know, hesitant to be themselves on social media. It's just such a, in, social media is such a facade, you know. It's not, everything is so um, fabricated. It's not really reality yeah. we all know it's kind of a problem but um how do you find putting content out yourself are you how sort of thoughtful are you 
with um you know you quite are you do you document stuff more than sort of do you put more out than than uh than you know others or are you um, sort of documenting stuff more sort of posting more stuff than than you think i don't know um would want to or i feel like there's definitely times that i have put forced myself to create just because i knew that i needed content but I try to have it be as organic as possible where I'll just have an idea when I'm driving and I'll just, you know, at the next red light, just quickly type it into my phone and just remember to, oh, yeah, great. You know, for the next post, I want to do this. Um, How often are you posting on Instagram? I can probably check out. (laughs) It's like roughly two to three times a week besides like my stories, which are absurdly long (laughs) usually. Yeah, that's good though. Um, But yeah. I definitely think that's one thing I've noticed, I think, people who are posting more are finding more effects you know the kind of um momentum of posting stuff usually sort of plays out better for them as there's more content it's more documenting you know but i think it's coming across your channel there's a great theme but you're also posting a lot of stuff which i think is good as well isn't it yeah yeah it's definitely definitely both are good yeah I I would like to do more of the circuit bent sessions. They're just so time consuming for me to edit, and I just realized how stupid I am for not recording most of them. I feel like I would have so many so many great samples for people if I recorded them, but I just started doing it this week. Um, but it's just so like I I give those like I don't know, you've seen like the thirty second like snippets that I'll yeah do, like, I've like, seen them yeah yeah so yeah you do um, like episode numbers don't you each time you post one yeah I don't even remember <laughs> what episode I'm on but. Um, yeah, um, if I, if I, um, I've got to find a better way to do that, honestly, just because I feel like you're not really getting the full sound through my mm. iPhone. Um, probably just, yeah. But anyway, um, what's the best way to record to it then to, with the, just, is it just sort of, I mean, it's it just so somehow? time consuming to do it the way that it would be the best, but, um, mm. because the way that I do it is like obviously, Obviously not every take is going to be great. It's like I'll record for like 20 minutes and then go in and sift through it and find stuff that works. Uh, and it sounds really cool and that I think people would people would like. Because sometimes it'll be like a cool sound for like three seconds and then it's just a bunch of me like just, you know, picking around and seeing what else I can get. So um, uh, ideally, ideally I'd like to do, I think I'm just going to start doing it. Um, I want to do like a live like just go live on Instagram, uh, like once a once a week probably for like an hour or two, yeah, and just idea. jam out and have people ask questions and just play with different. I think that'd do really well. Yeah, I've heard going live too. I've heard that's really good, um, just in yeah. general for engagement. So, yeah, I think more is 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 the answer really for like posting stuff on Instagram, and I think going live, especially for what you could do, you know, even doing this the circuit bending stuff would be really engaging for people to see actually learn about it you know I think when I came across it I had no idea what it was and then started seeing all these interesting sounds coming out of like a kid's keyboard (laughs) you know with like Mm -hmm. elephants on it or whatever so I think that's Mm -hmm. um just really unique I think people would be really interested to actually see how you do that even like I think what would be cool is doing a video of you deconstructing one maybe and actually showing so you said you actually do those things yourself don't you so Uh, my boyfriend does most of them, but he's taught me over the past right. year, so I can give you yeah, like, see, the basic that'd rundown. Really, that'd be really interesting, actually, seeing how you could do that, you know, because I think without people electrocuting themselves, you, you could, you know, educate people on how to actually buy something from a, 
a local charity shop and then turn it into something really cool. Absolutely. It's definitely, it's definitely, it's not difficult, but it's a lot of just, just for reference, like when my boyfriend started hardcore learning about it, he read like a, you know, Bible sized book of, uh, electrical Mm. engineering. So it's kind of complex when you want to start getting really into it, but, uh, the basics is just, you know, you open it up, you start poking around and, you see if anything changes. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. That's really cool. Um, so what's, I think we'll, we'll sort of finish on like what, um, you know, you want to achieve over the next sort of few years for you musically. Is it to, as you said, you're looking to like push to maybe sign with a record company. Like what's your sort of dream sort of moving forward for you? Um, Yeah, I mean, it would make it easier to just gain traction and exposure if I were to sign to um, a record company. Not to say that I couldn't gain the same results over time um, and just Mm. by playing shows, but that. And then I do want to tour. I'd like to, you know, play the festival circuit um, and um, do those, like, weird shows that I was talking about, just, like, the smaller shows, the more intimate ones. Yeah. With lobster claws. Um, yes. <laughs> um, I'd like to maybe collaborate. I, I like never collaborate with people, so it'd be nice to maybe, you know, reach out to some of my favorite artists. I think so. Be down, especially yeah. with since. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I think, um, you know, if any, anyone listening as well on the on the Zebra platform would, you know, could reach out to you to collaborate something, a singer or a producer, or I think you're a really unique artist um, and producer to work with, so... Thanks. I think that's a, there's a loads of potential, I think, to collaborate with you for uh, people that are interested. Thanks.